I'm Justin. What's happening? And we have Dr. Justin Hovey. Hello. Now in here, it's Justin Hovey, MD, but then I'll have Dr. Justin Hovey, MD. What are we doing? We can't have Avoiding two redundancies. Yeah. We have to have Justin and Dr. Justin. We'll just call him Doc. Or Doctor. What's up, Doc? That's What's fine. up? Yeah. What is up? We'll give him a care. Listen, you're like a week out from your wedding. We doing this. Yeah, I went and got a marriage license today. How do you feel? Super is pumped. Is he getting like real-er? Um, yes and no. I mean, like, we've been together for so long that I'd don't foresee much changing but you never know i i think that i gotta get that prenup signed still but outside of that <laughs> where she's I'm not liable for anything that you may do yeah that, basically that yeah prenup. basically she's like this expo expunges exp- whatever that word is dr justin her. are you going to the wedding yes actually uh we are we're Fine. gonna have a wild time it's gonna be awesome yep you just sounded like donald trump right there oh well <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> That's all you need is your future patients being like, yeah, oh, I, I don't know about this. I listened to your podcast, so yeah, I'm canceling right. my appointment. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the local a podcast about all things local. And today, like we said, we have Dr. Justin Hovey in here, friend of our resident, Justin. Hey. But wait, he's a resident. So you're not really a resident. You're a resident of this building. I'm interning. See what I'm doing there with the word resident? Yeah, there you go. I watch Scrubs. I know how doctors work. Yeah, exactly. All right, so we've come up with a list of 20 questions. All right. And uh, you're, what, what type of doctor are you? I, I do internal medicine and pediatrics, so I'm dual certified. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was that like double the schooling? Um, technically, but there is a combined um, program. So when I was in residency, I did um, a combined program of internal medicine and pediatrics, which both by themselves is three years apiece, but when you combine them, it's four years because there's overlap between oh, yeah. them. Okay. So, um, essentially, I added one extra year. Okay. Where hmm. did you go to school? Um, undergrad, all that. You want all that, too? Yeah, I want all sure. Might as well. Okay. I well. need a list of credentials. We got to out. We got to make sure you <laughs> I mean, check I need out. to know when you answer some of these questions, how legit, you know, where this education is coming from and how legit these answers are going to be. So I went to the University of Slocum, Alabama. No. Okay. They're right there. Slocum Community College. There is no university. They're not fooling me. Red tops, y'all. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, uh, I went to the University of Alabama. I did microbiology there uh, for five years, and then I went to South Alabama Mobile. And Why I was there. five years? Um, microbiology is a five-year program. Oh, I didn't know. Uh, yeah. I was going to give you crap that's, about taking a four-year program. That's like, well, program. that's like my high school program was five years. Yeah, yours was. Yeah, it was... For the rest of us, it was four. Yeah, I was, I was an exchange student. <laughs> I was exchanging life experience for high Grade. school credit. Yeah. And it didn't work out in my favor at all. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, the five years, uh, I had a lot of um, research and PCHEM and all this other stuff. It was a lot of hard work. Um, but I did have fun. It was Alabama, you know. Yeah. But um, South four years um, medical school, and then four years of residency after that. Where did you do your residency? At South in Mobile. I feel like we should start drinking every time we say residency now. Yeah. Might as well. I mean, we could. Yeah. There's no wrong, no wrong way to do a podcast. What uh, got you, question number one, what got you excited about the potential of becoming a doc? 
And I'm going to read them exactly the way Justin wrote no, them. No, they're so dumb. All right. It's fantastic. So I'm going to say number one was diarrhea. Di- you trying to fix something? You're no. just like trying to self-medicate? You're like, I got to fix this problem. <laughs> it well, is chronic and it is killing me inside. Well, technically what happened was when I was five, I went to a pediatrician. I was having a problem, a gastrointestinal problem. You're having diarrhea. Yeah, well, it was a lot. Yeah. Uh, and so I left the pediatrician's office and I said, Mom, that's what I want to be when I grow up. And it never changed. That's who is, crazy. Do you remember who the pediatrician was? Yeah, Dr. Head. What uh, made him, what, was he just really cool? I, I, You know, I don't actually recall that visit. You don't? don't. This is what Mama Your says. Your mom told you that. <laughs> that's possible. She set you up. She said, this is what you wanted to be. Yeah. I'm trying it with my son. Sure, it's sure. vaguely working. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know He's way is. smarter than me. Well, that's true. But. Yeah. Um, how long did the schooling take? Question number two. So that was... <clears throat> five, five plus five, four, four plus, plus another four. four. 13 years. That's a lot. Good Lord. Yeah. How do you stay motivated the whole time? Are you just because you're almost to the end and you've already done it for eight years? There's always... Is it kind of that? There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Sure. Yeah, but then there's another tunnel. Yeah, that's true. But, <clears throat> you know, as things change, so you go from... Uh, undergrad to medical school, which is a whole new experience, and then medical school to residency, which is a whole new experience. I mean, things are changing, you know, every four to five years. So, right, you know, some excitement there. Is that hard to stay on top of everything? Because I know new things pop up every now and again. Yeah, I mean, what a like Zika virus. Like, how do you combat that? Well, the I don't need an actual answer, but I mean, just for <laughs> instance, like you have new stuff popping up that weren't, that wasn't always going on here. Well, yeah, it, it's, it's more difficult when you're out of residency, you know, in residency, you have to, you know, read journal articles constantly and you're always going to, you know, case conferences and things like that. There's yeah. always education ongoing. But then when you get out on your own, you have to, hey, dummy, do it yourself. Yeah. You know? And so if you just don't take the time to do it, then you get behind. Oh yeah. So, I mean, there's no way that I could read all of the journal articles that are out there that are sure. coming out to be on top of everything, but I, I try my best and, you know, I, I feel like I stay on top of it more than some people. So. Yeah. You got to have that edge. Yeah. Okay. Question number three, did you breeze through it or was it a nightmare? How um, was school? So medical school was as tough as, they say it is. Now, I heard getting into <laughs> medical school is hard. Like, it's, it's super competitive. It is very competitive. It's There's only so many slots available per year, and um, you have to do quite well in undergrad to be even considered, and then you have to take another test called the MCAT, which is ridiculous. Not only do you have to cover English lit and all this other stuff on the test, you have to write a flipping essay you know, in the, yeah. Yeah, in the test, like four or five pages. And then if you make within a certain range. In the MCAT? Then, yeah. And An then, English essay? Yeah. Absolutely. Five pages? You should have started yes. a How podcast and stuff. Uh, I, believe right? it's, I believe it's about an eight-hour test. Wow. So. Is there like break time for snacks and such? Yeah, there's breaks. Actually, you have a lunch break. Do you like, did you go out and be like, hey, man, what'd you get for number eight? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's probably policed a lot more strictly yeah, than, than I think a high school. I would school. imagine. You get a Scantron, they give you number two pencils and whatnot? Well, they did then. I mean, I don't know how it it's is. It's probably anymore. all done online now. It's probably all yeah, retinal like, scans to make sure you're not cheating. Tests? Like, I know there's like practice ACT tests. For, I mean, that's a yeah, practice eight-hour test. I did spend a lot of time practicing for it. Yeah, and, uh, wow. The, um, 
the test itself wasn't too terrible once you got into it, but uh, yeah, it's just really a marathon. It's to see if you want to do it, you know. Gotcha. You got to stay like, committed. It's kind of like residency in medical school. It's kind of you're weeding out the people who don't want to yeah. do it, you know. Right. Uh, my son is uh, biomedical technology right uh-huh. now, and he wants to be a PA. Mm-hmm. That could change at any second. Sure. But he says he's at UAB, and he's like, you know, there's certain class, and he's in the um, honors program. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's weed out classes. They're just like biology sure. last year. He said it was his mistress. That's, that's all he did. Yeah. Pretty much. That's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, PA actually is a good route to go, though. Thank in, you. In medicine. Um, and you have, um, you get to do things that a physician does, but you don't have all the responsibility. So, right. actually, it's not too bad. Yeah. Like gig. Mm-hmm. Your name's not attached to it if you blow it. It's yeah, still under right. that, that right. dude. I just keep yeah. my fingers crossed that he'll mean, t- like, right now he's really enjoying botany mm-hmm. and hydroponics. Ooh. Ooh. And, yeah, so I'm like, can we, can we get back over onto the PA Yeah, side? get something. That's, you're not going to be a <laughs> farmer. Like, <laughs> I why not? I mean, I guess you could. Yeah, right now he's talking about hydroponics and growing um, hops for yeah. beer, beer yeah. and yeah, yeah. all kinds of stuff. So, also a good field. Yeah, a hop farmer would be nice. It would be. You would be relaxed all the time. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. be all right, question number four. What was your least favorite thing about medical school? Least favorite thing. <clears throat> well, are you looking for subject matter or just anything at all? Anything at all. Anything okay. at all. So my least favorite thing was in uh, Gross Anatomy Lab. Um, our gross anatomy lab was essentially in a little dungeon. Is that the official term for it, or is it just an anatomy lab that was disgusting? No, it's the official term is gross anatomy. I'm just making sure. Yeah, as not, in a lot. I, I knew that, gross, but right? I wanted to make no. sure our listeners knew that. Or as in that. disgusting. As in large, because you can take things down microscopically within the gotcha. organ, so it's gross. It's the, the organ yeah. themselves. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Um, so in the dungeon itself, you know, we would go down there and have to study because our um, – our professors, when they did the test, they purposefully tried to um, trick you. So, for example, you would be looking at a colon, and they would pull it out. Instead of putting it in an anatomical position, they would just throw it in a box and then tag an artery and say, what artery is that? And you're like, I don't know. Yeah, that's you not. Know? A giant one? That's, yeah. That ain't got no blood <laughs> in it. Yeah. So, you know, we, we spent a lot of time down there studying because the tests were so ridiculously yeah. hard. But... Um, I was down there working on. Is it uh, cold like a morgue? Oh yeah, it's cold and it stinks and you know. Is it creepy? Well, define creepy. Sure. <laughs> Dungeony. Yeah, is it exactly what the way to describe the it? Because it Keith, sounds hella what creepy. What was the movie with Keith Sutherland and Julia? Flatliners. Yes. Was it like that? Um, I don't. I'm that a, was more of like in a big gothic pyramid. Did you ever watch that movie? There's a lot of white not. curtains yeah. and columns. Like, where the hell is this school at? <laughs> yeah. And wh- why is it a big, giant, windy, open space where exactly. you're doing... Anyway. I need to look that up. Yeah, yeah. you do. You never watch Flatliners? <laughs> no. That's a great movie. It's almost like they did it in, like, a Greek... Actually, yeah. Like, cathedral-type you know, situation? Yeah. At the same time, the Jacob's Ladder came out, too. Do you remember that one? It's very yes. similar plot line. Yes. Yeah. They Basically, just recycled the set. Just, like you know, verging on the edge of death to figure out what was on the other side exactly. all the time. I got you. And then they always bring something bad back with them. You know, yeah. So. Not great. N- nothing great. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, somebody that could like accomplish Nobody died. Nobody like comes close to death and I'm like, yeah, you know, it's exactly like it was before <laughs> I was born. Him, just let him go. He's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> right. Yeah. Let, yeah. Yeah. Don't, just leave him unplugged. <laughs> yeah. 
I'll, I'll say this about the gross anatomy lab is that itself physically wasn't creepy. Some of the people that were in it made it creepy. Like really? full-timers? Like, like the ones that just wouldn't leave? They're like, dude, it's three in the morning. you want to go home? I said, no. Yeah, yeah. I there's, think there's a colon in this next were box. Were there some people that were just too into it? Uh, too into it or... Do they you let know. you take food down there? Because I yes. feel like, what? Yeah, <laughs> it's so sketchy. <laughs> Did you get to the point where you could eat snacks oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and go through and be like, ah, this is a colon. That's not an artery. He, he lied to me. You're yeah. like eating pork rinds and realize yeah. it's a fingernail. You're like, Wait a minute. Noodles. Well, this, like, just well, this like, is like a Halloween party where you put your hand <laughs> in the spaghetti. This is actually a good lead in to what my my least favorite part of medical school was, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll finish the story now. The. Uh, so we were working on the body, and um, I was trying to op- dissect this uh, knee uh, to get a little closer to the anatomy, and my um, scalpel got stuck in between the joint, and I was trying to pop it out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I'm a southern redneck, I guess, so I just had my mouth open. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, God. A piece of meat went into my mouth. You vegetarian now? No. No, good. <laughs> okay, wait. That's crazy. So, Did like, you swallow it? Oh uh, no! I, I but uh, you know you had that instinctual shut the mouth kind of thing. Yeah, like a bee got in there yeah. or something. What does formaldehyde laden meat taste like? Very terrible. Ugh. Yeah, I can't Very imagine terrible. that. I, you know, they don't sell that at Publix <laughs> as seasoning, so I feel like it's probably not the best thing for human consumption. Was it a big piece or like a tiny little piece? It was small piece. If it were a it large piece, it was enough piece, of a piece. Yeah, it would have been game over. Yeah, that would have been it. I would have been vomiting, and it would have been because I actually finished up after that. <laughs> spit it out. Did you? You're like, I'm done. We're... No, no, I actually finished up. I spit it out, and I kept going. Oh my. Well, you got it, man. You got to stay in there. I yeah. would imagine that in doctoring, that is not uncommon. That's probably not the like, grossest I would, thing. That's I definitely would think not that would be one of those things happened. that they teach you, and they're like, "Hey, may want to keep your mouth shut." Yeah, I, I should have. Not that about you. That. Not that you. I'm just saying, is that something they they do? They have classes where they're like, "Hey, couple things." No, no. They just like start throwing <laughs> stuff at you across the room. Yeah. How are you gonna deal with this when they're, parts are flying? They're pretty much like just figure it out. I mean, yeah. they, they don't really help you. The... So you're just like note to self, right? Let's yeah. keep our mouth shut. It's well, like, just usually you would have one of those crazy masks, masks on, on, right? Well, some people did wear it. I was, you know, I'm I'm just in the slack jawed yokel. I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. Just feed him some you ligament. You mouth breathing through the, the knee exercise. <laughs> let, me, let me pass the meniscus. <laughs> All right, question number five, which I think we already addressed. Where did you attend? So that was Alabama and South, correct? Right, correct. Yeah, okay. Uh, number six, what is the craziest thing you have seen as a doctor? <sighs> So, can I get, hmm. You can subcategory. You can divide the question up. Well, no, 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 It's not that. I'm trying to make it um, Speakable. PG yeah. or G. Which it doesn't is, have to be. No, it doesn't really have to be. I mean, I don't have any, like, eight-year-olds listening to this thing that okay. I know of. So. <laughs> I don't really think we have anybody that listens to it. It's just me. And you, so. I shop all my friends around on the podcast, like <laughs> like Hannibal Lecter shopping for <laughs> victims. <laughs> Just tell the story. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so my last night of internal medicine residency, so we're in Mobile, obviously, and Mobile being a port city, it's, there's a lot of strange things that occur there. Right. Um, there's a place right outside of Mobile, um, a sort of little small town that has a, 
a really large flea market that a lot of people go to, but it's right on Highway 98. Okay. So, you know, Highway 98. It's like Fairhope or one of those. Right. Well, it's like a scenic route. You mm-hmm. know, people take it from Mississippi into Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And traveling the Gulf Coast is so pretty. So I get a phone call from the ER physician who I happen to work with a lot because I was moonlighting in the ER mm-hmm. uh, to make some extra cash. ER stories are the worst. Yeah, and he well, he, he called me up and said, I have this admission for you. Um, I don't know what's going on with her. I know I admitted her husband, I think. He's her husband. And she's going nuts right now. I'm going to B-52 her, so you better get down here as soon as possible. What's B-52? A combination of Benadryl, Ativan, and... Um, Something to knock you out. Right. Um, Haldol. So, yeah, it's it's a nice elixir. It knocks you out without making you have to be dependent on a ventilator. Okay. Okay. So. About to be 52. Yeah. I love so, it. I should have been a doctor. So, I was like, okay, I'll be down there as soon as I can. Well, I got tied up with something else, as usual, all doctors do. So, I wind up down there about 30 minutes too late. She's out. Asleep. So, Sleep. you have no idea what's happening. Right. So I'm piecing together charts from the EMS and from the ER doctor and the nurse that did the intake and all that, and it kind of pieces together like this. And I am going to f- try to go through this in a very scientific way, gotcha. if possible. So what you're thinking, Gabon? Justin, <clears throat> he's going to use the big words. I don't own that. He's so, going to go all Latin on us right now. Well, apparently these two, um, these people were out on Highway 98. That's springtime maybe early almost may so it's hot right mm-hmm. people are per, are cruising up and down 98 and uh they have a tent right in front of the um, flea market and they decide that they're going to cook some meth <laughs> without cooking the meth they just mix together all the raw products and then uh, shot it into their veins Ooh. whoa so at this point i think it, the concoction causes hallucinations and um, they undressed themselves and got in the middle of Highway 98 and began a fornication ritual on the yellow lines. Nice. All right. And uh, <clears throat> stay in your lane. Better part of the story is is that as they're as they're fornicating, apparently the medicine causes a uh, parasympathetic response, which relaxes the bowels. Oh no! Defecated all over each other. And now it's a party. <laughs> They're fornicating in the middle of the street. And Covered in doo-doo. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my god! I'll keep it scientific for you. So <laughs> Get a dookie spray on each other. So, so, yeah, and then some local person was driving by and didn't know what to do, so they called the ambulance. Those poor guys. So I get this lady, and I'm checking her up and down, and I, I look in her mouth, and she has feces in her mouth. <sighs> um, yeah. And she looked really sick by her labs, as you can imagine. Sure. So I put her upstairs in the ICU and was trying to treat her and, you know, get her through all of this. And then when I come back in the morning, she's actually awake and she's still, like, really wired. And she's talking out of her head. And she said, he ain't gay or nothing. He ain't gay or nothing. He ain't gay. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? And, I'm like, and probably I should have been smart and said, you know, I, I don't care at that point. Sure. Right. Well, then she proceeds to tell me. That well, it's early in the career, too, right? Right. So you're a little inquisitive. Right. Like, let's. Maybe this has something to do with what is going on with both of them. Right. So there was a third person, another male, that was with them. And all three of them were in the middle of 98, defecating and fornicating. And <laughs> What he, happened to that guy? He was smart enough to run off before the ambulance got there, apparently. I wonder if that, I wonder if that dude's still alive. 
Wow. That's dude, okay, that's amazing. I, I get the other two things, but what did she shotgun into her system without cooking it? Like, what's in that? I believe it's like red devil lye. And, Good. Um, Lighter fluid. God. Some match sulfur. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just, it's, it's you, bonkers. You would have to be a hardcore a crack addict to start, to just be like, we don't need to cook it. Well, you know I, what I mean? Dude, yeah. I mean, folks is going to get weird regardless. Wow. I'm, wow. Uh, yeah. I can't even imagine how bad that hurts. Dude, humans are ridiculous to the, themselves. Like, wow. Yeah, it, all right. it was pretty disturbing uh, by all accounts, <laughs> uh, you know. Wow! Uh, Which does, leads us to our next question. It does. It does. You know, those kind of stories do help. You know, soften the blow of residency, and you know, sure. When you talk to people, you have to learn to laugh at this stuff because it's. I mean, there's some. Well, you'll go home and you'll just never get over it. Exactly. You'll never sleep again. Yeah. Honestly, my favorite people to hang out with and hear their stories is is medical professionals. Yeah. They're hands down the best stories. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. It's always something just crazy that you can't town. make up. Well, I mean, so because ridiculous. you're getting it at the emergency room level, like shit's gone down real, yeah, real these bad people are like at that point at the end of their know? rope and they're willing to tell <laughs> you anything and everything, <laughs> let alone show you anything. anything. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. They're at, their, uh, they're at their worst point in their lives. Yeah. So. And then there's yeah. that, that doctor patient confidentiality. Yeah. So like they'll tell you anything I, mean, I would too imagine. Much. Yeah. Too much. Right. Well, three years ago, like, whoa, I don't need to know about that. <laughs> yeah. Tell me how you got that bruise on your forehead. <laughs> Gosh! Wow! Yeah. How did they not get hit by a car on ninety eight? Because they're spraying <laughs> everybody down with fecal matter. Wow! That is a lot. Yeah, it's. I'd swerve. I ain't. I want that. I don't have the doors on the jeep. I ain't trying to get that in there with me. I wonder how many nine one one calls they honestly got. They like a cell phone several. period. Yeah, it had yeah, to be. It was cell phone period. Yeah. Yeah. So that is. <laughs> I don't know. How do you even begin to explain that? I've been to some crazy parties. I ain't never seen nothing There's like that. There's three people. They're covered in mud. And they're fornicating. <laughs> fornicating on the yellow lines. But the mud keeps being produced from internally. <laughs> I don't know. It's so gross. Yeah. That's... Okay. Question number seven, which we've gone. Uh, this is a nice segue because we just talked about. Yeah, because this is essentially really the same thing. Pretty much <laughs> disgusting. Are you worried about a zombie uprising? Um, it no. is Halloween, so we have to ask these well, things. Sure. You are a doctor; we need to know. No, I'm not worried about it, but I actually think it would be kind of cool. But you know, I, I don't, I'm not worried about it. Why are they so hungry? I don't understand. Well, that's the thing is, there's that, so many you know, questions. There's so many. There's questions so many questions it. just on the zombie thing. Is it possible? I think myths, myth, myth. No, not at all. Can't no. reanimate the body. There. Well, now, if what if it gets struck by lightning? If you want to get into biology. Yeah. Could you kickstart that heart like the Molly Crew song? <laughs> <laughs> Just get him back running? <laughs> I feel like you could. So I mean, are, I can do it with all the car. I feel like we just went through our real appointment, and now like we have another extra 45 minutes because we know it's his lunch break, and he can't really leave the room. Yeah. So now he's we trapped. can ask him any doctor question now we want. Now he's doomed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, well, there, I mean... There are certain insects who, you know, are parasitic and upon other ones, and when they insert their eggs or whatever into caterpillars, et cetera, they will take control of that organism. I mean, that's possible. Really? That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, there's certain wasps that do that, parasitic wasps that do that to caterpillars. And there's some, so if they get zapped up by a dozen of those wasps, so wasp like those little baby wasp like, eggs like driving you around? making the caterpillar move and 
and do stuff like thinking for it and doing using yeah. its body. Exactly. That's incredible. Wow. You ain't learned about this anywhere else no. with a local podcast. I just heard yeah. that. So that's amazing. <clears throat> so it is kind of possible. Well, kind of on a you know smaller giant species. wasp like a Mothra sort Moth. of yeah. situation. <laughs> that's real, right? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. Maybe you don't, you don't know. Have you seen a Mothra? Exactly. No, but yeah. there's a lot of things I haven't seen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got to put your faith in it. That's right. Yeah, I ain't never seen three folks go at it in the middle of a Highway 98 covered in <laughs> shit either. But I believe it happens. Is there a supplement? Question number eight. Is there a supplement that could curb? Zombie tendencies. A brain vitamin? <laughs> right? <laughs> Basically. I'm just going to answer them literally. At this yes. Point. There you go. Okay. Brain vitamin. All right. Do you want to expand on that or are we leaving it at brain vitamin? I think we'll just leave it at brain vitamin. Okay. Number nine. Do you ever watch movies and get mad at the impossibility of certain things happening? For example, my he's husband... Already, he's already in it. He already knows. He's got... Ex- Flatliners. We already, talk- we already <laughs> yeah. discussed it. He's got exact okay, models go of what we're talking about. So, yeah, I, any professional that you do, there's always that. But I, I am that guy that says that's not possible. It's it's really sad. I, I just can't help myself. I'm bad about that, yeah, too. Yeah, my husband's the worst. Yeah. It, terrible. Name a movie specifically that other people loved and you're like, give me a break. Uh, Gross Anatomy. Never okay. seen it. Never seen it. Actually, you know, the closest um, television show, like ER is completely horse malarkey. Okay. That's not oh, sure. What is actually close? Scrubs. Scrubs. Is Get it really? out. That's funny. Yeah. Is it really? I guess it gets into the personality of how what it's actually like to be yeah. a doctor where you've got to keep everything light. And actually, they do have, their medical stuff is pretty close. Really? Yeah. I've huh. heard that before. Have you ever watched Nurse Jackie? I have not. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I got sort of addicted to that show. Yeah. Scrubs was awesome, though. Okay, question I, number 10. I tend Wh- to Netflix away from the medical stuff. No. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. It's your, like, reality. Right. Who wants to... I don't want to watch... Who, yeah, what chef goes home and is like, let's check out Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> watch Top <laughs> Chef. Yeah, there's no reason. <laughs> <laughs> you just put the knives in a box and hide them somewhere. Okay, uh, number 10. This is a good one. What is your stance on medical marijuana? So, it's hard to say because there actually is not enough data. Um, the reason is because marijuana is classified similarly to heroin, so it can't be researched. So we actually do not know specifics about... You mean legally classified. Right. Why can't it be researched? Because it's classified like heroin. It's in the same... Like a class A, class 1 Right. The type drug? Of, type of drug it is, right. Do you they, think it should be up there with heroin? I don't, but uh, I'm not the one in charge, you know? Sure. I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, is there are some things that we're finding out that may be helpful, that may be beneficial. And like from a cancer doctor standpoint, they you know, will treat uh, people who are um, cachectic and anorexic from chemotherapy. Right. There's a pill called Marinol that is concentrated THC mm-hmm. that does help with appetite. Not anti-nausea, boost the appetite. Right. Do their munchies. But that was actually studied in Europe and then slowly made its way to the Yeah, US. so is that what everything's kind of hinged on right now? Is like research being done elsewhere? Like, because in, what is it? Is it in uh, Great Britain? It's still highly illegal. Like, right. it's it's still like felony-ish right. over there. So, it, I mean, mostly it'll come out of the Netherlands, France, yeah. or whatever. <clears throat> where it's uh, a know, bunch less, of hippies, less taboo, yeah. but um, the uh, 
there's some evidence right now, though, in post-traumatic stress that seems very positive for uh, soldiers who have mm -hmm. been <clears throat> been exposed to you know terrible things, and it seems to work. Mm -hmm. But the data is so small. You know, we don't know anything about the risks of being on it long term. Mm -hmm. We don't know anything about cancer associations. We don't know. Well, that and anybody that's doing research stateside <laughs> is doing it under the radar, so you can't really report it. Right. And even well, if you I did, would imagine that. Like, I know that UAB is no doing a study. I think the, there are four on the CBD oil. Uh, well, I don't know about that, but it I know is. they're doing heroin. They're doing no mushrooms. 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 Getting that mic. Somebody. Oh, sorry. They are doing the CBD oil, which is um, depending. There's there's one that has concentrated THC and one that does not. That mm -hmm. is a derivative of the plant. And <clears throat> the reason is is that there are some children who have you know intractable seizures who seem to respond to the medicine. Mm -hmm. So you know it does make sense to research that if the kids are responding to it. These are all anecdotal though. So we don't know. So UAB, they had to go through a lot of hoops just mm -hmm. to get to that point. Luckily, the state of Alabama helped them out by... Um, Which is kind of shocking that it's Al Alabama. the CBD oil, but it's mm -hmm. just the CBD oil. It's nothing else. Mm -hmm. So technically, it's you know not the full... Because the, yeah. one, the one with THC may work better, at least anecdotally, that's what we hear. Mm -hmm. But we can't research that because that's illegal. Could you research it in states like Colorado? <clears throat> yes and no. Um, if you it's do, still federally it's illegal. It's still federally uh, illegal. Gotcha. So, okay, I'm tracking. So the state, though, could give some funds for research mm -hmm. if the state funds it. But there will be no federal grants whatsoever to research it. And then you still run the risk of the DEA busting up in your lab going, We're taking all this. fools are under arrest for uh, trying to help people. Well, not yeah. only that, then you, you're risking all your lab equipment. That right. you use for research for everything else exactly. going right out the window because you got ganja on the table. And then your livelihood and yeah. you know, I mean, huh. you're arrested. It's Interesting. Yeah. Have you priced a beaker of them? Things is expensive. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to be rolling. Oh, don't <laughs> roll the dice on that. Question. I have so many. I almost want to ask more questions about that. Doesn't that seem like conspiracy theory wise? Doesn't that seem like a little bit Paranoid. government control? Sure. Like. I mean, why wouldn't we want to... I mean, if we have all of these cancer researches and we have all of these things, like, why wouldn't we want to... Because they don't know how to control it. They can't control it once you, it yeah, but it's, hits it's the market. it's a federally funded research facility... Sure, but how are they going to make any money off that on the back end? Right. Actually, in this... And there's the problem. You just answer the question. Yeah. Right. It's that about it, money. That sure. Is, that's exactly it. When it all boils down to... I mean, if you go back to the 30s when it was uh, criminalized... Um, same time around prohibition, right? You know, you created the well when prohibition was started. You created a whole section of law enforcement. They had to have something to do, right? So once alcohol becomes legal, then they criminalize marijuana, and then now you have an entire, you know, law enforcement, judicial system, prisons, etc., all built on keeping marijuana illegal. Or you know, that brings me to another question. Mm -hmm. Don't you think, look at these states that I think it's very weird. Uh, we could have another whole show about this, but I think yeah. it's very weird that you have criminals that are in jail currently for probably selling or dealing. Sure. But then the state is now legal. Are you still in jail? If it's a, if it's a federal prison, yes. Yeah. If it's I a state prison, probably no. Oh. Yeah. So, well, mean, it depends how you behaved when you were arrested. If you're resisted, you're still in there. Yeah. More than likely. True. 
or if you're a model model prisoner and you get out early. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> Question number eleven. What's the best cure for a hangover? I already know what he's going to say. For reals. Don't, don't drink. drink. But just give me a break. I've asked him that a dozen times. He won't <laughs> give me a straight answer. I figured I'd get him on the record for once. I'm going to guess uh, hydration, uh, acetamin or Motrin. Asamphetamine? Huh? Acetamine. Yeah. Acetamine. yeah. I call it acetamphetamine because like, it's too many syllables. And B12? No. I don't think that's going to do anything for you. I think B, that's something you got to build up in your bloodstream. For actually, B12, uh, that is um, such a lark. I mean, most people don't realize that B12 doesn't really do anything. Um, a lot of people have made money off giving B12 shots. If you eat a normal diet, your liver gets saturated with B12. It's a water-soluble vitamin. So if you take extra B12, you're, just peeing it out. you're peeing it out in the toilet. Darn it, I just got a B12 injection. The other ah! So placebo is good though. So just I act felt like you, better. Actually, like there you go. That's all that matters. I like you didn't hear that. Yeah. La, 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 la. And she just got that one acupuncture <laughs> poke. She didn't yeah. even do the full treatment. She's like, I'll take this, it but was also probably juice just me like up. Sweet tea. That's all it was. That, sounds, <laughs> that was good. I'd shoot that. Okay. So what is the cure for a hangover? There probably so, is no cure, but what helps? Well, there is. It is. The fact of the matter is, if you overdrink, you're going to get dehydrated. Right. Um, that so, leads to headaches and anger uh, and right. fatigue. So hydration is key. I mean, you're going to need to do something to hydrate you and replaces your electrolytes. Okay. So, you know, there's there's things from going to the hospital if you get too bad off and get an IV fluids, which I've seen that happen many times uh, when people what? can't stop. Yeah. And then, um, then you could wake up and drink Pedialyte or something like that and take some Motrin or Tylenol. All right. Pedialyte, a little coconut water, some Motrin. Yeah. Stop by the emergency room, see if they'll give you an IV bag. Probably not. But there's no, <laughs> like, wild <laughs> concoction of, like, see, I've got this weird thing, and you're going to... You're like, I have a full day ahead of me. Yeah. If Listen, you could just hook me up to that IV, is, that would be amazing. Before, <laughs> before I had really thrown the brakes on the Justin's drunk all the time train... <laughs> Which has been pretty recently. Right. My, my hangover uh, defeatal regiment was I'd wake up, pour Red Bull in with... Hey, whoa, hey, let me, hey, let me finish. Well, caffeine is a... <laughs> uh, diuretic. Yeah. Sure. But it'd be a 12-ounce Red Bull with a blue Powerade with some... Um, you're just, you just negated the two. Go ahead. I'm listening. Right? With some pepto Keep everything. And now you mean it disgusting. Keep everything from being too slippery in there. And a BC powder in there and stir it all up. Oh, my God. And you drank that? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. You negated your hydration. Yeah, but I figured if I could throw my system off, it'd forget that it was hungover. And then you, like... Then you watered down the Pepto. So it's not coating anything. You're I thought, an idiot. That's what you are. Yeah, I never, that I never denied work. that. It's not even gonna work. It's not even a good mix. Placebo, yo. <laughs> Said the girl getting B12 shots. <laughs> know, right? Come on. It was a sweet tea shot. At least mine's like budding. <laughs> yeah. At least I can do mine right, myself. So water, acetaminophen, sleep. Pepto, Red Bull, grease, French fries, food. Uh, that just that's just you know, makes you throw up. Yeah, but it's so comforting. Yikes. It just makes you feel better about yourself, generally, if you can get a greasy hamburger and fries. Sure. Just my opinion. Yeah. Uh, number 12. Is it true that if you drink a top shelf, it's easier to recover the next day? No. I guess it depends so on the amount. So disappointing, this show. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Sorry, every bar I think ever. the best part has been the gross anatomy and the moths, honesty. Yeah. Yeah. So really? <laughs> that wasn't a moth, so if I spend more money... <laughs> yes, you're right. 
I was thinking Mothra. Um, if I'm drinking like Jameson, I might as well be drinking out of a plastic bottle. It doesn't matter. Kentucky Gentleman. Yeah. Might Club as well just go get some Mad Dog 2020 and call it a day. Well, really, Well, really and truly, it has to do with alcohol content, right? Right. Sure. So if you've got a higher alcohol content, I mean, you're going to pee off more water and you're going to wind up more dehydrated. Dehydrated. So, for example, if you're using Mad Dog 2020, that actually, we learned this in residency. I want to go to that school. It's not, well, we saw a lot of drunks. So, sure. Yeah. But anyway... The alcohol content of Mad Dog 2020 is a lot higher than any other wine. Right. When it's fermented, they have tons of sugar in that stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. And then when you drink it, I mean, they still got extra sugar in it. So that's not... And that extra glucose, too, by the way, helps you pee off more fluid. So... So you get... You're just just keeping all the alcohol. Hangover a lot faster. Yeah. Basically. (laughs) Well, that's not fun. So it it really depends on, you know, how the alcohol... um, the alcohol content of what you're drinking, honestly. So that being said, what is the best drink to be drinking? Water. He's going to say water. Water, but what, with if what? If you want to have an alt, have an adult beverage, water. is beer better for you than whiskey? It depends. Actually, it just depends on how much you drink. Okay. Sure. So if you're drinking, what's going to have less of an impact on the body? If I if I have, ex- that has more additives in it. So uh, you did read my article on the alcohol thing a long yeah. time ago, right? So you know that it's uh, two beers uh, for a male. Is it equal to? Yeah, two, deer, two beers a day. A shot. Yeah, and then one beer a day for a woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, one liquor drink. You sound like Trump. One beer for a woman. <laughs> two for a man. <laughs> That's the law around here. I can get behind that. My bar tells to be significantly cheaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, Sorry. You know, one, one glass of liquor. Okay, yeah, and then one glass of wine, essentially. Yeah, men can actually have two glasses of wine. Period, yeah. or that's per just per day to sustain a reasonable health. Just keep your blood thin. To be a happy person. Well, yeah, actually, there, all above. <laughs> there is health benefit in doing one a day of those things. Once you get to two, it's a little nullified, but it doesn't hurt you. Right. But once you go beyond that routinely, then it does. Then you're collecting nickels and drinking coffee with groups of people. Right. Well, it's just the, you know, liver injury aspect. And then also, I mean, you're drinking bread here. I mean, yeah. you know, you've got metabolic issues going on with that. Okay. So, you know, you start. What is it? Tim always says beer self-regulating. What is that about? Well, because volume wise. Yeah. Like if you were drinking shot, 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 shots, yeah. you'd, you'd, you'd go right over the John. edge way faster. You couldn't. You know, stop yourself. But be beer by beer by its volume, like you have to drink a whole beer to get equal to a. Sh- Actually, for men, he just said you'd have to drink two full beers to get what's equivalent to one shot. Right. So by volume, your body can only intake so much. That explains be full. Why I drink whiskey all the time. Right. I ain't got time for all this <laughs> this <laughs> courtship between me and a bottle. That's, I got a goal. That would be a lot of volume. So that and and so theoretically by that yeah well you can only but then you know there are alcoholics that are around that drink uh, there are alcoholics around that drink like a case a day you know or more it's crazy you know and that's that's their breakfast lunch and dinner though they don't eat anything they just drink <sighs> they're ripped I can't. I'm just kidding. That's so no <laughs> yeah literally ripped all right how do you feel about the flu shot I did like the pun it was good <laughs> it was good how do you feel about the flu shot. Well, actually, I love the flu shot. 
a flu shot is uh, very beneficial. Um, if you want to uh, talk about um, some of the worst diseases in the world, um, compared to the bubonic plague, nothing has killed more than the flu. The Spanish flu actually killed more people than the bubonic plague overall. That's do you crazy. recommend that everybody gets a flu shot, honestly? I do. But aren't we just getting injected with last year's flu? No, we are not. We're getting... We're getting a hybrid of super flu. Well, actually, we're getting injected with what we predict will be the major flu for that year. The reason is in the southern hemisphere during uh, the summer, it's their winter month, and there's a higher concentration there of that flu, and that particular flu will be what's uh, the next year should be the one that's more predominant in the northern hemisphere. But do you think they're giving flu shots down there? That's our old flu? So it's kind of should... Dogs well, chasing their tail? Well, it's inverse because then they predicted on what the flu looks like up here yeah. that year. And then they... I gotcha. So so the reason is, is the flu goes through a couple of things called genetic g- drift and genetic shift every year. Because it, it it's harbored inside of birds and pigs. It picks up pieces and parts of their DNA. So whenever it's reintroduced, the flu looks different every year because mm-hmm. of that. Because the genes are constantly changing. So you, they go down there and they sample the birds and they sample the pigs and they look at the viral DNA there mm-hmm. and then determine, you know, what the majority they're seeing. Mm-hmm. And then they determine what the vaccine will be based on that. So there is actually a scientific reason for that. Yeah. And, and you know, pretty much the flu vaccine at this point is only pieces and parts of the virus itself. So you're not really getting injected with the virus. Are you, are, are you helping your immune system by getting the flu shot? Yes. You are. Okay. So there's another part of this that I wanted to get to. Actually, there was some data recently that was released um, talking about the flu shot, and it seems that people who uh, receive the vaccine every year have had reduced incidences of heart attacks. So there's... Right now, I mean, the data looks... It's correlating, but it doesn't necessarily mean that's the case yet. Sure. But it's looking like that. And the reason, the speculative reason is, is that it reduces inflammation inside the vessels. And that we have to have inflammation in the vessels that yeah. leads to plaque rupture, that leads to heart attack or stroke. So That makes sense. Yeah. But it could also be overcautious old people getting the flu shot and also taking one bear a day. Well, I mean. All and those, that one glass of wine. Well, all those things are usually controlled for in those yeah. studies. So. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um, Weed out the randoms. Mm-hmm. Have we always had a flu shot? Is, some, is flu shot something we've always had to do, or is it a newer thing in like the past 10 years? The flu shot's it's been, been around, around for a long time. Because remember. I was thinking that the reason we, because people don't take all of their antibiotics, like that's, they're those people that hoard the antibiotics. That's so they, not smart at all. No, it's terrible. That expires and so quick, right? doesn't that change the flu a little bit? No, the flu is a virus. The flu doesn't respond to antibiotics. In my B12 shot mind, this yeah. is how the math yeah. works. So but doesn't antibiotics like kill all the probiotics that are helping you break down food and stuff too? Right. Well, let's let's first. Sorry, I'm getting all over the yeah. place here. Well, let's break it down like this. So a virus is essentially it's non-living but kind of living. We don't know exactly. It's one of those zombie zombie it's stuff. Wasp sort of thing. Wasp zombies. It carries uh, DNA or RNA and then it injects it into a cell and takes over the cellular machinery mm-hmm. and causes the cell to produce more virus particles and, and virus itself. So that is not like a bacterium. A bacterium is a single-celled organism. 
So it's actually alive. It's doing its own thing. It's got its own metabolism. It's got, you know, mm-hmm. all these other things going on that viruses do not. Mm-hmm. So you can actually, you know, fight a um, bacterium with an antibiotic because of that. Okay. You can't fight a virus. You can get antivirals that we have now, like, you know, acyclovir for HSV and things like that. There's certain things that we can do to help combat viruses. Mm-hmm. Um, HIV has some treatment drugs to suppress, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But um, generally speaking, you know, antibiotics themselves, they, they're not going to affect a virus. Okay. So viruses generally are best treated with preemptive strikes like vaccines. Gotcha. Okay. So your body's immune system recognizes it as soon as it's introduced into it. your body. Right. And there are certain vac- bacteria we have vaccines for, too, that really help out, too, like uh, whooping cough. You know, mm-hmm. um, but the thing about antibiotics and you talk about people hoarding them and not taking them. Yeah, they, they take should. them until they feel a little bit better and then they keep them for later in case they get sick at a later time. And then they're giving them to their friends, terrible, and their mom. It's horrible. Terrible idea. The reason is, is that bacteria, um, depending on the strain, they reproduce or double at least um, every six to 12 hours. So you have one bacterium and then... Six hours later, you have two, and then you have four, four and eight. then exponentially. It's compounding. Right. So their DNA changes at the drop of the hat, and that's one of the things that, beautiful things when I was doing microbiology that really attracted me was watching this organism evolve in front of my eyes. Right. You know, just, wow, you know, evolution yeah, that's right crazy. there. And um, anyway, they get, they learn, their DNA learns how to combat these antibiotics. So if you don't con- treat to completion... The organism learns how to beat that antibiotic, and then you can't use it again ever. Oh, that's not good. That's not good. And that's where we are right now in our situation in our country is that the antibiotics have been overused, and we're running out of antibiotics. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're running out of cures, basically. For bacteria, yes. And uh, that's not good. That means we go back to, you know, Civil War days or pre-Civil War days. and Start bloodletting. Black plague. Cutting stuff off left yeah, and right. Exactly. Not good. Yeah, I've got a ridiculous theory about the medical about about being able to uh, control random ailments like that. I feel like if you have you look at you rolling your eyes because already. I feel like it's going to be another stupid concoction of Red Bull. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a theory. Gatorade, Pepto Bismol. This isn't, isn't a fail safe like emergency drink. This is straight <laughs> up. This isn't some like dream elixir. This is straight up. Okay. I feel like if you got a terrible body, like if you fill it full of beer and whiskey all the time and smoke cigarettes. Oh my gosh, I have had please, please Dr. Justin. Nothing nothing can live in those conditions. So if you have a shitty garden, then you're not going to get as many weeds. <laughs> I feel like that's a He's basically saying that if he makes his body a desert, nothing's going to grow in it. Yeah, that's a terrible idea. By poisoning himself. It will wind up um harming you in the end well what won't <laughs> just be honest here that's true too could spider-man really happen no <laughs> fair enough <laughs> he's gonna remove this we're moving this right along absolutely not is the rice method the best way to get a sprained ankle unsprained <laughs> yeah you can't just don't sprain it you can't give me that answer because I know you want to. You, you want the best thing for a sprained ankle? Don't sprain it. <laughs> Can't do it now. I love that answer because it's like, <laughs> does, it, does it hurt? <laughs> it hurts when I do that. Well, don't well, do stop that. Stop doing yeah. that. My sure. finger hurts when I bend it. Stop bending it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, no, the, um, <laughs> so, so the, a sprained ankle 
you know, a lot of uh, people don't realize. Actually, you're tearing stuff when you sprain an ankle. You yeah. tear ligaments. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, you have to you have to let the body heal that. Sure. So uh, immobilize it. Right. You so know, getting on a bike immediately afterwards to work it out to get it idea. moving around. So you want see, to that's the opposite what Graves would have said the other day. anything you decide to do with the body is bad. Fair mm-hmm. enough. I mean, I think over these questions, we've learned that today. Yeah, right. I just wrap it and keep going. May I say that we're going where eagles dare. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fly too close to the sun. Okay, so what do you do for a sprained ankle? Immobilize it. Stay unless off it, of ice it. it. Ice it. You know, unless it's ice a, hot, ice hot. No, yes, ice. no. Just ice. Just ice because the swelling... You want to reduce the swelling. Ice reduces the swelling. If you put heat on it, you may actually cause it to swell more. Can I make a confession? Sure. I was a lifeguard at one time. Mm-hmm. Don't believe it. I was. Maine Maritime Academy, actually, for three years. It was an indoor pool. That's another story. Anyway, this lady slips and falls. <laughs> right? There's not a lot of emergencies happening at an indoor pool. No, sure. You except see what I'm for, saying? It's yeah. not like an outdoor pool. Maybe a except drowning. Except for all the drownings on her watch. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I get one. She's like looking in the mirror. I get one. My eyebrows look good. Of all Dang. of my, listen, and, and the guy who taught my lifeguarding class was like for real ex-Navy SEAL. So like when I see that I went to lifeguarding school, like he was no joke. Like you just sit yeah. on the bottom of the pool with a brick, like sure. Navy SEAL training. Yeah. Just to like be an Gary Busey. pool lifeguard. So not a lot of emergencies rolled around my way. So this lady slips and it sprains her ankle and I go into like doctor mode or what I think is doctor mode lay on your back I'm gonna give you mouth to mouth I've been trained for this I've been waiting my whole life it's time for your I will never forget this and I remember getting there and I'm like I'm totally it's my time to shine and I was like top of my class the whole nine hours I was like the only girl in this entire class of older guys so I was very proud of myself and so I get to this emergency situation and I'm like don't worry people I have got this handle I'm like all I need is some heat I thought heat was good within like the first 20 minutes maybe not it was terrible I made her apply heat immediately it was like the worst that's gonna add more blood to the situation (laughs) so bad her ankle went from like this to like (laughs) good job it was yeah well you know I failed top of my class anyway there you go I was that's what you get this is gonna happen to you at an indoor pool okay number 16 16. (laughs) what should someone do if their foot gets cut off don't get their foot cut off yeah that's the answer well Easiest thing is don't get the foot a cut lot off. Of, don't, this is terrible. Yeah, just don't do whatever Justin thinks he's going to get himself into. I'm really planning something here, all right? I see this. I'm just trying to make sure I'm covered. Ever so often there's like a fake question and then there's like, a, oh, there's well, there's, then there's a, a Justin question, question that you're like, why? What's you're going on? Like, wait on, a minute, man? dude. You got some ailments we don't know about? Okay, I did. I don't know what movie. Oh, I was watching Kill Bill the other day. You know this scene? Throw it in a cooler anything. with a bunch of ice. Anything with Quentin Tarantino, they cut off a limb, right. lots of blood sure. spurting. Yeah, sure. Why, though, in all actuality, do you not bleed to death? Okay, um, it really depends. If you get, depends on what artery you get cut. Okay, where like you get just cut. cut your arm off. If you cut your arm off there, I mean, yeah, you could bleed out. There's no question. What if you cut your foot off? You could bleed out. Okay. So we'll say a pinky. If it's a pinky, I mean, yeah, you could probably put enough pressure on that to stop. Sure. But you are, you're in serious trouble if you just cut your arm off. Yeah. Absolutely. I would think so. Um, How are you going to hug somebody? <laughs> it's going to be half-assed. Somebody's going to believe you. Whenever, whenever you have a large injury like that, you, the first thing you need to do is try to stop the blood flow down to that area. So you need like a tourniquet, tourniquet. or something to Get stop Get that belt it. out. How far above the wound? 
Like an inch, two inches, like just, as high as you can go. I think if you cut your arm off, I don't think you care. You're just going to go ahead and put it where you can. Well, I need enough of a nub to get into my prosthetic. Right. I don't want to be like too short. You know, then you can't. You're wear so anything. shallow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, how's how's I think? Can well, I get the nails on my fake arm? On well, my you fake know hand? Me, I would be in a crisis, being like, No, 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 you're doing it wrong. That's I need heat. <laughs> it's not, it's not. And, and for the listeners, I would say if you're if a limb gets cut off, call nine one one. Get Fair somebody enough. take your foot, put it on ice, so hopefully you can be reattached. Yeah, it's like okay. you don't put it in milk like it's a tooth. Yeah, no. <laughs> get this milk foot, take it to the doctor's office with me. If the milk is really cold, maybe. I guess so. So bad. It would be kind of a bloody milk. So like, like Pepto. Well, or like strawberry. You know. Yeah. <sighs> it would be your hangover cure. Yeah, strawberry milkshake. Uh, <laughs> disgusting. All right, number so 17. Uh, okay, so basically if you do cut your foot off, you're going to put it on ice and you're going to tourniquet it and you're going to call 911. Yeah, well. Not necessarily or in that order. Yeah. then tourniquet or yeah. whatever is the best. Yeah. Don't start drinking alcohol. In other words, <laughs> start, try to stop the bleeding as best you can. Slow that heart rate down. <laughs> Stay yeah, keep Stay that calm. pump from blasting everything out of that. <laughs> uh, number 17, are all those warnings on chemical bottles for real, or does the CDC just not want us to have any fun? Here again is the code. It's like <laughs> there's stuff popping up. <laughs> I, think I googled some of these questions. Did you? Bonnie, I said, what are good questions for Bonnie, if you're listening, a doctor? take all of the chemicals in the house and put them up where he can't reach That's them. not very high Which either. Which is not that high. <laughs> Bonnie, just get like a small step stool. Yeah. <laughs> like. I feel like I feel like a lot of that is just I don't know that all of it. Bonnie, just put the medicine on top of the refrigerator towards the back. He'll never see it. I think maybe they just want they don't want you to know <laughs> that it's a lot of fun what now. what's going on on the other side of that experience. Like this. So you're just going to be like Wing it, you'll be fine. I'm not going to get into everything that I've done in my life, but I've done some <laughs> stuff that it was not the proper way to do it. Right, and you it turned out I okay. had a blast. <laughs> you're, you're probably lucky to be with But us. I'm also very lucky. To yeah, yeah. you've got a really tired guardian angel, like exhausted, oh, done. I'm on like the third one. They're like, They're can't like, do nothing with this dummy. I'm putting my two weeks notice in. Yeah. I cannot guard Justin any longer. True so. that. Yeah. Anytime you say Justin, I'm like, oh, wait, no, no, that's, that's not me. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, 18. I think we already covered this. Yeah, we How do vaccinations already. work? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we, I mean, uh, you know, you're either fighting a virus or bacterium. Essentially, what you're doing is you're generating antibodies um, to the particular organism that you want to fight. So you're introducing either pieces and parts of that organism or an attenuated organism that can't hurt you. So when you put it in the body, the body then recognizes it um, and then builds an immune response because your immune cells have memory. So once it's they kind of crazy how what a perfect system the body is kind right. of isn't it? Yeah, not right. this one. It's Do you think that some people are just born with bad situation? Yeah, absolutely. Like bad are. genetics, they bad. It's just not I, working out. I don't believe that. I know that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like you just got the luck of the bad draw. Your body's not going to fight stuff. It's yeah. not. Yeah, I mean, I, I know. I, I that was probably a stupid question. There are people. Well, it's like people that have just like colon cancer in their his family history and stuff like that. Like that's more than likely going to jump on them than any random. 
Well, not necessarily true either, but you know there right. are certain. I'm are, also not a doctor. There are also certain genetic diseases, though, that are out there. And if you want to use the immune system as an example, I mean, there are people who are born without parts of their immune system. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's just a genetic can't issue. fight off infection. Right. Can't right. right, and I mean, they have to get. You know, thankfully through modern medicine, they can. You know, they can survive. So we give them. You know, um, injections of antibodies and things like that just to make it through. Not B12. Yeah, not not B12. B12 doesn't help them. (laughs) But neither neither does Pepto-Bismol Red Bull. (laughs) Whatever Rotorator concoction you have. Yeah, that does not work. I'm not doing this in beakers. Like, this is just straight up. Also, it is disgusting. (laughs) How you, like, drink that down, I have no idea. Dude, it's happened a billion times. A billion times? (laughs) Maybe not a billion (laughs) Number nineteen. I need Could to get you? a hold of your liver, man. <laughs> it's, it's just a small sample. <laughs> yeah, just, just to do. You'll some end up trying to, to taste it, man. I'm not giving you my liver. Got to read Hannibal. Why don't you, Hannibal? Uh, could you prescribe Charlene a new co-host? You're gonna need one if I keep this up. Yes, if you stay on your current regime, you're yeah. not gonna live very much longer. Yeah, and also, right. Bonnie is taking all the medicine and putting it on top of the fridge, so yeah. you can't even help yourself. We're, we're gonna we're gonna figure out a way to keep you alive. I think I think that's the best option <laughs> at this point. Only the good die young, so I'll be alive forever. I'm not asking the last questions. I'm not, I'm no, not I was kidding. joking about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why would I? Why would in the million years would I have to be like? Uh, how much do because you make I, a year after taxes? <laughs> that's a real question that I wrote down. <laughs> no, no real desire to. I don't care. I, well, the point of it is it would make both of you and I sad. Why? You did go to you don't know what for I like make? 14 years. It make me very uncomfortable as well. Oh, yeah, fair yes. enough. He's like, man, I ain't going to make it we out of this parking lot. That. It would make us sad. <laughs> more, yeah, more of that. That's it, man. You got you just That's opened it. a practice, right? Yeah, I did. I just how do how do people get a hold of you if they want to come see you? Um, I'm and actually, get some real practical yeah, medical I, advice. Yeah, I mean, not like so, this. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was very informative and practical. Yeah, I I, try, I tried to be for real. You know? No, I get it. Yeah, I mean, you did a hell of a job. Off off the microphone, I like to be to have fun. I'm a normal person. Oh yeah, no big deal. Yeah. But, um, the uh, I'm at Flowers Hospital. I'm on the Doctor Center, fourth floor, North Tower, uh, Suite 41. Oh, sorry, fourth floor, North Tower, Suite 41. Um, okay. In the Doctor Center, um, and you know what? I forgot my business card that has my new phone number. Uh oh. Your phone. I bet number? I can find it. You are not the first yeah. guest. Yeah. That doesn't know their own phone number. It's in the local last month, so. This whole uh, gig I have with Justin, uh, at least I get some advertisement space. That's nice. Nice. Well, there you go. He just found your... Oh, thank you. Oh, are you writing writing articles? Yeah, I write articles. He's been our longest running writer for... Yeah. He started at the beginning. I didn't know that. Him and Joe Whaley and myself are the longest running local staffers. Yeah, well, see, Mike... I'm bad about that. Justin puts it to me. He's like, we're having a doctor in. I'm like... That's it. For what (laughs) reason? Super vague. Exactly. Like, how do we know him? Who is he? What are we going to be talking about? So, I, like, I keep so, it real vague. You don't say to me, oh, he's been writing articles for the paper for like since the inception of the paper. Right. So you're such a jerk face. Well, when I, I, get that when a lot. I was going back earlier in the conversation we were having, I said, you know, I, Justin, did you read that in my article? I was, yeah. Well, That's what I didn't know if it was like she some know. medical article, and I didn't know if Justin was just straight up lying to you that you yeah, said, read, read my medical article, and then he <laughs> didn't read it, but told you he did read it, which he didn't read it. He probably didn't. I don't okay. think he did. Well, I asked him to edit it, and then I go back and I go, 
The Man, same I, should have, I should have edited it again. Actually, that's Barrett Brown that edits everything. Okay. For the record. <laughs> I know I'm dumb. All right, so how does everybody get a hold of you? Okay, sorry. We'll, we'll start this over then. Uh, I'm at uh, Flowers Hospital. I'm on the fourth floor, North Tower of the Doctor Center. And the telephone number is area code 334-305-0365. Part of Flowers Medical Group. Uh, I see uh, pretty much cradle to grave. So, I mean, okay. if, uh, you know. If you got a pulse, yeah, he's got time for you. Awesome. If you yeah. think you're turning into a zombie, like you've been bitten by like a gazillion wasps and they've laid baby eggs in you. And get those wasps to somehow drive you to the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> somewhere. To the, to the, to see me. Yeah, absolutely. 4300 Main Street. Well, All right. I'm actually pretty excited about the, the whole situation. Uh, um, initially I was working for Southeast Alabama Rural Health Associates in Slocum and uh, now I've gone out on my own and I'm, um, doing my own thing so I'm cool really happy, that's awesome yeah. dude well yeah. best of luck to you yeah now if somebody wanted you to write an article about something in particular do you do they submit questions or no i mean i generally i like to look well i, I kind of try to go back and forth between some fun stuff and then some you know serious stuff so for example i have an article right now in the local that's on where the vampire legend came from i had one of the best lectures i had in residency was from one of my mentors dr bass who uh, did an entire lecture on the origin of the vampire. Okay. And uh, it, has I'm to, listening. it has to do with um, tuberculosis, actually. It used to be called the consumption. Mm-hmm. So in Romania and Eastern Europe, a lot of people were dying from tuberculosis. And what would happen is these people would be lying on the ground, they'd look dead, and they would bury them. But they weren't dead. Oh. But they weren't dead. Zombies! Yeah. Um, also, <clears throat> some of these people that did die, you know, they would bury them. And they didn't, they were not very bright. So when they buried them, they didn't realize that the corpse doesn't decompose as fast as if you leave it out. Mm-hmm. So they would You're preserving go, it at yeah, so a certain would, point. So, that, you know, all these other people would start getting the consumption around them. So they would blame it on the corpse that was in the grave. Ah. Um, yeah, draining the blood of the other victims. And then usually it was other family members because they were exposed to them with the TB. So really, the origin of the empire comes from tuberculosis. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. And, uh, yeah. Did you know that they used to put little bells in graves? No. Yeah. Oh, so you could hear it when Because they buried so many people alive that you could, like, ring the bell and they would come and dig you back up. Yeah. How would they hear it? I I assume that everybody wakes up in the middle of the night. There wasn't horn honking. Well, there was was always a caretaker at the graveyard back then. Working the graveyard shift. Oh. Yeah. Boom. You got it. What you did there. So funny. So, yeah. Actually, the way that I got to do this was uh, Mike Riddle initially we were friends in high school so yeah Mike used to be a partner in the local yeah okay and he uh, he asked me to do it I was like me write an article for you uh, for okay. what right. <laughs> yeah well might as well yeah no there was no money he was just like please help me I was like I'm trying you know we're trying to get this off the ground I was like well I think this is a good idea so uh, well good it, yeah well, oh, cool. You can check out Dr. Justin Hovey's articles in the local and uh, check out episode number 34. That's it. Uh, hit us up on Instagram at the Wiregrass Local. Facebook's the same thing. Uh, the Wiregrass Local, yada, 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 dot com. Mm-hmm. That's it. Nice. Hit us up. The local podcast. That's the thing. Everybody Thank say you goodbye. Guys. Hit them up. Thank Bye. you. It was Thank nice you. meeting you. Adios. Adios.